back in, jerk-offs. How you doing? It is me, Daniel Muggleton. Hello. Talking to you from London in the springtime. The spring is sprung. There's sunshine. It's still not warm, but hey, that's that's all you want. Once you get into the low the low teens, you're you're pretty happy. Pretty happy in the UK. It feels good. Get a get a t-shirt. Get out there. Do some physical activity. Watch some, you know, English people put on sunscreen. Feel weird about it, but also feel superior. That's a nice moment. That's a nice time. Well, it's good to be here. Uh, I have a very interesting chat for you this week. I'm pretty excited to have him on. The guest is Simon Brodkin, but some of you might know him better as Lee Nelson. Yeah, he's a very, very famous character, comedian in the UK. Uh, my, my relationship uh, with Simon is, is a little bit strange compared to most people because I've only really known him performing as himself. It is something that uh, he's only started doing recently. And every time I've seen him, it has been as himself rather than as his very popular character, Lee Nelson. Lee Nelson, of course, had a couple of TV shows. Uh, he's performed uh, huge sold-out national tours, like tons of dates. I think he's actually still in the middle of one right now. But I've only known Simon as Simon. And it's quite funny, well, not, not funny, but like interesting to meet an experienced comedian, but like someone who is still performing as quite a new comedian because he's never performed as himself before. So he's still kind of coming to terms with all the stuff that you have to do when you're just starting out, like, you know, kind of finding your voice, like figuring out who you are, figuring out the kind of stuff that you want to talk about. And uh, this episode is definitely going to involve a lot of talking about that because, you know, as, as I love kind of figuring out different things about the UK, one of the things I very much enjoy is how different areas here are very different, you know? Like Liverpool is proudly separate to the rest of the UK to the point where your boy Adam Rowe from episode number two would probably say that he's a Scouser, he's a Liverpudlian first before he's English or before he's British or before anything else. Like that's his primary identity. And the interesting thing about Simon is that he started out as a doctor. He was a junior doctor before starting comedy. Uh, and in, and he's, a, he's Jewish. He's from North London. Like very, you know, kind of comfortable upbringing. Yet his big character is a South London, cheeky, laddish, described in the papers as a bit of a chav. Like, how does he occupy that character? Is there any blowback? Uh, do people from that community enjoy him? Or is it something that people from like the that outside of that area kind of see as the caricature? Do they enjoy him? Then obviously he's got another character called uh, Darren, uh, Jason Bent. I'm going to keep calling him Darren because of footballer. Jason Bent, who is a footballer from Liverpool. Like the people from Liverpool enjoy the character or do they dislike the character? You know, you got you to remember, England is a very parochial place. Like if you go to Liverpool, it's really hard to choose somewhere to eat because every restaurant has stunning reviews because they're all reviewed by people from Liverpool and they bloody love it. You know why? Because it's from Liverpool. That's all they need. So I'm excited to talk to him about that. Uh, just a couple little little show things, little show news. This Friday, April 5th, I'm doing a preview of my 2019 show at 2 North Down, 8.15. Tickets are five quid. But if you're a fan of the pod, just get at me. Uh, I'm happy to chuck you on the door. That's not a problem. Thank you for your support. Plus, it's nice to have some friendly faces in the room when you're doing some new material. 
Uh, so yeah, that's two north down April 5th. And then April 7th is the next Australian Comedians Dope Comedy down at the Backyard Comedy Club. So that's this Sunday, 8 p.m. start. The lineup is Steen Raskopoulos, Alice Bryan from New Zealand, who I'm very excited to see. She's just moved to London. And Nick El Ray, who is a bit of a veteran of the UK comedy circuit. I've not crossed paths with him yet, so I'm very excited to see him perform as well. Uh, all that stuff will be in the description if you want to come check it out if you're in London or if you've got any mates in London, send them along. And as always, if you do enjoy the podcast, please do like, give us a like on Facebook, give us a follow on Twitter at The Union Jackoff. If you want to review us on iTunes, uh, that is super helpful. And as always, subscribe so you get these episodes without having to look for them. That's a proper ramble. This is a great episode though. I think you guys are going to be excited to hear it. Uh, Simon Brodkin talking about becoming Lee Nelson and then becoming himself again as a comedian on the stage. Jerk offs, wrap your ears around it. It's a cracker. Let's go. That's the gift I give you. <laughs> you don't have to be interesting right away. Is that okay? Oh, I see. You mean you start the thing. I thought you meant you'll talk over me once I start getting interesting. No, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, 100%. That's nice. I will be trying to be interesting like from the first click. For the first click? From okay. The, from the first question mark, I'm going to be like, bosh. Bosh? Bang? Straight in? Straight in. Okay. You try this me, is good. Baby. I like the, you. Got, you seem like you've got a bit of energy, which I do. <laughs> this, is, this is like probably the latest I've ever recorded. Most people are midday people. You're coming in at night time. You look like you've just got out of bed, to be Man, fair. I mean, this is how I look all the time now. <laughs> I've got my chamomile tea. I'm ready to start calming if it gets too energetic. Well, that's it. You, you're drinking like you're going to bed. I'm dressed like I just got out of it. So we're at the perfect midpoint to have a nice conversation. Let's do it. Yeah, but no, Simon Brodkin, a.k.a. Lee Nelson, a.k.a. Jason Bent. I read that because in my head I keep calling him Darren Bent. And my yeah, first yeah. question... Was yours before or was he first? Who was first? Yeah. <laughs> well, Darren... <laughs> so Darren Bent, the footballer, Darren Bent, right? Because mm. um, was he... Well, he Arsenal? has got to have been alive before um, before Jason, who was only invented, I don't know how many years ago. So I've got to say that Darren Bent is... Let me just look up who you, is You're doing Bent. a Google. You're doing a mid-podcast I'm Google, I'm Google. Googling. What's the point? Not Darren Ashley Bent. Born in 1984, professional footballer, um, plays for... Look, he's played for... He's now with Burton Albion on loan. So Jason's career is definitely better than his. (laughs) Um, You've overtaken the actual... (laughs) Overtaken. No, um... Yeah, I don't know. Jason Benton... Well, when you ever try... Whenever you name characters, you want them to be in this perfect place of believable yeah but have that certain little playfulness about it right and what jason bent allowed me to do is well it sounds great in a scouse accent jason bent jason yeah. jason bent you know and then <laughs> it allows you to do um his autobiography obviously which is where things started right 110 percent bent yeah so you had and your then first joke bent, built in and then more bent and then more bent than ever and then yeah. um bend it like bent and then you've just got <laughs> a series of simple jokes 
based around the word bent. Around I mean, the name. <laughs> where can you go wrong when you're starting off a character? There you go. And like that's, yeah, and that's all just from the name. You've already got that all figured out. Exactly. That's, so you've, do you you've start, got the, yeah, I'm you, sorry, do you start with a name when you're coming up with a character? Or do you be like, oh, it'd be cool if there was just some scouse footballer? No, I think that would be like have doing a game show with the name first. It's probably a good idea to think of the core okay. of the idea and then go from there. But whenever you name characters, yeah, they go through these little life cycles and none of them, well, a lot of them don't start off with that name. Right. So, um, in fact, I think Jason Bent's original name was Gavin Webster. And then I found that there was another comedian. Yeah, Newcastle's Gavin Webster. Gavin Webster. <laughs> and I can't <laughs> remember whether I that? found that out, whether he told me or what happened. And then yeah. Jason Bent was born after that. And in hindsight, Jason Bent, far superior name. Oh, I mean, I don't want to say this, you know, with Gavin Webster, who isn't in a similar situation as me, where he can just change his name yeah. just at the whim, in ca- on, on a whim in case it's better. But yeah, Bent, superior to Webster, undoubtedly. 110% yeah. Gavin just doesn't have... As much fun as Darren. Well, um, no, Jason. Oh, Jason, yeah, fuck. I knew I was going to really do that. You've really done your research. You no. set out straight away. You've done your research. <laughs> I do. I like to come in. I like to come in hot, you know, because, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm in a very interesting position with you because you're at one of the first proper gigs I ever did in London. Outside the box? No, no, no. It was before that. It was like just when I got here. Okay. Uh, Backyard Comedy Club. It was just like the right. new material night. Yes, Thursday went, nights at Backyard. You went on as yourself. <laughs> yes, which must have been pretty early on for me because yeah. that's been all very new for me. Exactly. So you were, you were performing as yourself, which was like one of the earliest times. You were kind of brought on with like, this man is known for being Lee Nelson, mm-hmm. but please meet Simon Brodkin. And then I was at the back being like, oh, like, you know, this is, this is fun. Like this guy's quite famous because like, you know, I didn't know. Like, I'm an Australian. We don't have character comedy in Australia. We didn't allow it. Uh, it's part of our culture. So, and then I went to meet a friend. I'm like, I met this guy and he was performing like, yeah, you know that Lee Nelson's a Jewish guy. And he was like, what? <laughs> I'm glad that was your take home from the gig. Yeah, because I was... I saw like, Simon Rodkin perform as himself. Do you know he's um, he's a Jew? Yeah, that's that's what I do. Is he I, funny? I just, I just couldn't cut over the I Jew mean, thing. Yeah, he's Jewish. He's funny, of course. Like, what are you <laughs> yeah, talking about? They all are. It's a given. Like, but no, it was just, I just got this really weird conversation with this another guy who I'd just met because everyone was new. And I'm like, no, he's, like, he's 100% Jewish, like, for sure. And he just was like, no, he's not. And I'm like, I was there. Like, I saw, and I had to check with another guy. So that was my introduction to you. <laughs> okay. And then we finally got to, like, hang and talk and got outside to properly the box. Check. And outside the box, went to the toilet together. And I saw you peering over. And you were like, yeah, he's a Jew. Uh, well, look, As you were FaceTiming your mate. I saw it all. I'd and already, that was proof. I'd already verified Judaism. But, you know, <laughs> how, do, how do you and all How love? did you verify the Judaism? Well, I asked another guy who was there and he's like, yeah, he's definitely mentioned being Jewish. <laughs> mentioned it on stage. So I'm like, yeah, it must be. I've done whole bits about being Jewish mm. and audiences are so strange, that balance between the truth and not truth when you're doing comedy. And obviously as a character comedian, there's that whole area of just utter creation. But right. when I started doing stuff as me, I would have thought that what you say as you is believed by the audience. I did the whole thing. I jewed the crap out of this gig. <laughs> and then she came up to me afterwards, intelligent woman, a lawyer, who was a friend of a friend who um, 
uh, who came to happen to come and see me that night. Yeah. And she said, uh, I'm Jewish. Are you really Jewish too? And I was just baffled that someone would think that I'd yabbled on for 15 minutes about being a Jew and what happens to a Jew. And, right. and it would just be, no, I just, yeah, I mean, that's just insane. Made, I just made that one up. That's, that's very skeptical from her. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? It just goes to show how there is this weird relationship. Yeah. With the audience, because I mean, comics do talk a, a lot of rubbish sometimes. So the, and like some stories, you know, are exaggerated and there's hyperbole. But if sure. you're doing 15 minutes on like growing I up or being Jewish, a, I think a, everyone should be like, yeah, I think he probably is. <laughs> there wouldn't have been any argument in my mind. I was Jewing and Jewing and Jewing <laughs> and still it got questioned at the end. Yeah. And, uh, but have you have you found that weird, like being a character? Being Jewish? No, not being Jewish. <laughs> I mean, this, this is the thing. I feel like in the UK at the moment, this is a very difficult conversation. People are concerned. It's only difficult if, if, if it, you come from a certain point of view that makes it difficult. But otherwise, talking about being a Jew is all good. Well, man, I, I'm just like, I've been... Because I've talked to a few people about this, just like the anti-Semitism thing here. Because like I just I just found that weird. Because I kind of walked into it. I don't really pay attention to UK politics, but my takeaways have been Brexit is complicated, <laughs> and Jeremy Corbyn hates Jewish people. <laughs> like those are like my two like <laughs> things that have just been left with. And then I'm That's like, what your diary sure. is full of your yeah. gap year diary. <laughs> yeah, it's just like what did you learn about Dear the diary. UK? Well. <laughs> Today I found out. Here we go. Uh, okay, I'll leave the Aussie accent. No, you in. can keep the Aussie accent <laughs> in. No, because I've, I've, uh, yeah, I, was, I think I was watching a clip of you, and you were making fun of an Australian person with the accent. I was, was like, I? good for you. <laughs> yeah, you should have one. Everyone should have one in the tank. You know what I mean? I don't have one, but other people should. Um, but no, I just, I just found it really odd. And then I, I talk, I've talked to other people about this, and I had no idea the uh, UK Jewish population was so low. Like it's, it's, it's like. The same percentage as like Australia, which is not a particularly Jewish place. There aren't many Jews. Yeah, is, is the uh, is the truth of the matter. Yeah, um, and that was... we have a very small squad. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, it, it is interesting. It is interesting. I'm writing about this actually in my stuff as me and talking about um, how I mean we've. We, we did shoot ourselves in the foot slightly because we're not allowed to ask people to convert. Right. So people just have to they, they look can. at the, the curly hair and the, and the, <laughs> and the tights and the, and the furry hat and just think, I, I want in. Yeah, they make I, assumptions. I, I, want, I want to be part of that. Yeah, because you can, you can convert. Cause I no, you can convert, yeah. but you are not allowed to ask people to convert. Oh, is that? Which I did not is know that. how Christianity. Um, oh, we love that. Just really went on the rampage. That's mainly what we do. That is, exactly. <laughs> so Jews have got that whole thing taken out. Right. So if you like us, you got to come to us. Interesting. You guys are like, we're not going to advertise. Exactly. This store. It's old we, we sell it. it sells we itself. are pretty confident in our product. Yeah. We're not tacky. We're not going to go around shouting about it. That's funny. We're not going to take out big adverts. If you like it, speak to me about it. Yeah, this ain't some high street shit. Yeah, if you're right? interested, in, in, if you're interested in the never-ending hate and the <laughs> you know the 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 age-old tropes uh, that that you know, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to attract quite a few people. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Seinfeld, the guy converting to Judaism for the jokes. Have you you Seinfeld guy? No. Ah, uh, well, Tim Watley, the dentist. He's like, I'm I'm a Jew now, and he keeps telling Jerry all these like Jewish jokes. 
then Jerry, uh, sorry, then Jerry goes to see his rabbi, and he's like, "I think he converted for the jokes." <laughs> and that was, he had a real issue with it. He's like, "I'm not offended as a Jew. I'm offended as a comedian." <laughs> I still, I, I mean, obviously, Seinfeld, mm. one of the absolute classics, mm. went p- passed me by. Yeah, didn't never caught an app and went and looked the other day because they've got the whole thing up on Netflix or Amazon Prime and started yeah. watching it's great, from right? the off. Oh, don't watch from the beginning. I did watch from the oh, beginning. Oh, boy. And it was it was a bit of a... Not a struggle. It felt dated and... It's a slog. Fairly slow. Started season three or four. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anyone... I think even Jerry Seinfeld will tell you to start at season three or four. And amazing. But it must have been good enough to get... They, to they, continue, there's not many along. things get to be good only from season three. So it must yeah. have shown something or they must have absolutely loved him. They, uh, there was like, there's a whole thing. And if you go to the DVDs and the extras that they really explain that it was this close so many times, like they kept getting, they kept thinking they were going to get canceled. Like if you look at the endings of seasons, that's when it was going to be canceled. Fascinating. And Larry and David did, what, being like, I can't write 13 more of these. Like, you know, and then they did like 25... Yeah, it's amazing. Like eight seasons. The numbers that they spew out in America is it's a real reason to not want to get successful out there. Because we think... <laughs> just the work yeah, involved. It's just the work. We think we're smashing it. Yeah. Yeah, we're on um, six episodes. You wouldn't believe how hard I've got to work. Yeah. They Se- would second laugh. Of six. six is their Christmas special. Oh, dude, yeah. Um, I'm watching Law and Order. Like My girlfriend and I, she's just like, what are we going to do when we run out of episodes of Law and Order? And I'm like, we will never I've got into the good episodes. wife. I don't want to really... Good I mean, wife? I feel nice. embarrassed by this. But it's finally jumped the shark, as they say, yeah. on like season, I can't remember what and i'm just uh, you, you know you know a series has has lost it when you just you just don't care anymore and, and instead of just staying up night after night after night to get the next one then you're suddenly like you know what i don't care but it's just good writing episode after episode yeah. of good writing so what happened with seinfeld what like, w- what do they say they, they just, happened or didn't happen between series one and series three they, they just say that like they finally kind of click like they were like glimpses of what the show was yeah. about but like they kind of I think they went down more like mainstream structures with like the episodes and the plots and things like that. Like they kind of have Jerry and Elaine get together for a bit. And then after season three, like they just kind of let it go. And the episode they say that changed it all was the contest, which is the one about them uh, having a contest who can not masturbate for the longest. And that was, I think, season four, maybe episode eight or nine. I'm a big Seinfeld guy. Yeah, amazing. And like, yeah, and that was like once once the network kind of saw the way that was received because that was quite a dirty thing in yeah. like the '90s. Yes. Um, and then like once they saw how that was received and kind of let them go down their own path and let Larry David That's very run wild. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, there you go. Now, now you know. What season are you on with this podcast? This podcast, we are we are one season. So, so will, we can't be cancelled. People will be watching this <laughs> in, in, in a few years' time. Going, you could see glimpses. Well, and I'll tell you what I will do just to start, try and get success. I will not masturbate for the next thank you so however much. However long, so we can get a sprinkling of the Seinfeld magic. Look, we've got seventy minutes. If you can, if you can just keep <laughs> come your, on, Sai, keep your hands where I can see them. <laughs> so I'm clinging onto this mug of tea. That's why I have the chamomile. Put you in a calm exactly. mood. Exactly. Don't want to get too randy. Um, but no, it's funny about Seinfeld because I think Seinfeld kind of passed not just you but the UK by. Which again brings me back to this thing where it's like, I think in America, there's a lot of at least awareness of Judaism culturally, whereas here it's not really there. Um, now, 
I'm not going to profess to be the most learned person. Mm. Obviously, I am a Jew, so I can talk about it and sound like I know what I'm talking about sure. by saying just a few of the right terms for Jews. But <laughs> the, just the I, good my, 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 yeah, my understanding <laughs> is America is much more built on multiculturalism. How old is it? I don't know, 200 years old? 230 years old? I don't know. 200, yeah. uh, and so Jews have had a part to play from very early on in the entertainment industry. Sure. And so it was built with the with Jews. Yeah. Uh, as part of it. Not just by Jews, but they were part of the early stand-up and the early entertainment. Yeah. So there's always been a very Jewish through line. Plus the numbers of Jews in America. Jews in America are the second largest number of Jews outside of Israel and yeah. it's pretty similar the numbers well yeah like, I looked it up I can't remember exactly but I think I think in America it's about five and a half million right and in Israel like in, in the oh sorry in the UK it's like a oh, quarter, it, quarter of a million absolutely so you've got the numbers alone but obviously America is a bigger place there'll be more of everyone mm. but in 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 UK uh, entertainment yeah the Jews were a late addition Sure. And so, as any sensible Jew would do, just by looking back at our history, you keep your head down. You don't go on about <laughs> being Jewish. You fit in with what is already happening. Yeah. And um, whereas in America, the Jews have been much more fabric of all society out there. So, of course, you go on about you being a Jew because there's no threat. So, you'd be prouder of your culture right. and much more, um, and, 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 and you can happily throw it about more. Yeah. Um, and um, so if you look at any, or not any, but so many um, comedies on television and film and stand-up, there is a Jewish thread. Often there's every every wedding ceremony in every Hollywood movie ends with a muzzle tov. Absolutely. And the smashing of the glass. And I often wonder whether what are people in England thinking, like the people <laughs> in America try and cut their feet. It's this After, weird American tradition where they stamp on the glass. Exactly. Yeah. And there is often a um, you know a, a skull cap, or there's often it's every yeah every wedding's Jewish and yeah that is really fun. I'd never thought about that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Just and, like even in like I remember wedding crash, like the series of weddings, and I think they kick off with the Jewish wedding. Of course, that's and then like the, 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 the chair, ones, the like chairs, the, in chairs, the, air, yeah. the crazy dancing, all the tropes. The, all, all, well, their traditions, their you know not negative, and but. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, all the Jewish stick. Whereas in the UK, much smaller population, and you just didn't want to bang on about your ethnicity. Sure, but do you like as as uh, as Simon Broken as the as the man himself? Mm. Do you like like not identify as being Jewish? But do you feel like being Jewish is a big part of your such culture in the UK? Or? Well, look, really interesting because this is stuff that I'm getting battling with and right. trying to find out the answers to by doing straight stand-up now i've always done character stuff mm -hmm. and a few months ago made the leap into the unknown of doing stuff as myself which was mm. a huge thing for me to really do because obviously I haven't been doing the character stuff and doing loads of 
uh, tours as Lee Nelson. Indeed, I'm still on tour as Lee Nelson right now. <laughs> so you're um, doing both. I'm doing both. Yeah, you're I've in a got couple of his shows right careers. now. Yeah. Um, and Lee's about to turn up now. I can't remember what time you invited him for. <laughs> so and so when you saw me, we were talking about the gig where we first met a little while ago. Yeah. So that would have been one of the first times I'd ever done, you know, right. out, out of character stuff. And when you do out of character stuff, where do you go? And I, well, yeah, who do you talk about, right? Uh, who, who do you talk about? You've got exactly. to talk about yourself. And when you talk about yourself, you start having to ask yourself questions about these things. And it's been a lot of fun yeah, and a massive challenge to do straight stand-up. And in doing straight stand-up, these are the questions I've been asking. What are you? Who are you? Yeah. And the Jew thing has something that I'm addressing and talking about and it's something that I, in traditional terms that we just talked about, never really mentioned, never talked about. Mm. And um, with the current climate where anti-Semitism, along with other racism, sadly is growing. And there's been particular attention to it, obviously, with the Labour Party and with Corbyn. Mm. It's something that I felt like I wanted to talk about and want to address. Sure. Which is, which is, um, so yeah, I guess I do want to talk about it now, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and that's a change for me, a big change. Yeah, great. Well, look, let's, let's just kind of go into the characters for a little bit and then I want to, I want to loop back around. I'm going to meet you, meet you here in a minute. It's going to be, um, the Pulp Fiction. That's podcasts. it. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have a non-linear narrative, right? Beautiful. We're going to sort it out. Um, non-linear. Yeah. You said by an Australian. Fuck you. We do more than 10 bar. That's to everybody. Not just Simon. I have jokes about that shit as well. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> that's the, that's, that's like, you know, uh, if, if like Australia is like an equivalent thing like intellectualism i think in australia is kind of the way that like a lot of jewish people in the uk treat judaism something you do Keep privately your down, in your in your house <laughs> you have like a little community don't let anyone know mate exactly Keep the glasses in the drawer you don't know what they might think they might start treating you different all right so <laughs> no so character comedy something i find very fascinating because i have no imagination so the idea of being anyone but myself is ludicrous like i you know it, well, like this acting. is yin and yang here exactly so this is why i'm fascinated I'm so you're really being you yeah <laughs> no, i'm joking that, that, that's like i know i know it seems like a character <laughs> poorly thought out very average name but you know a character nonetheless actually yeah, pretty muggleton. Good name. that's pretty good that's name. that's thought through that's weirdly i was gonna go with gavin muggleton but then <laughs> I, I met this australian comedian um <laughs> But no, it's like, I, I find it so fascinating. And I think, I think England has a very rich history of character comedy, probably more than anywhere in the world. I think you guys embrace character comedy, sketch comedy. It's interesting, isn't it? Maybe like America, again, it's some, a brick wall. Some, 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 um, some pseudo psychology, but Americans do seem to be more comfortable with talking about themselves and being proud about themselves yeah. in the UK, there is a little bit like a sort of you know don't don't uh, you know keep keep things down, old chap. Yeah, pull your head in. Yeah, that that Australian vibe, like come on, man, keep it to yourself. Like, what are you doing? Right. Whereas exactly. Americans, like any American, I always think it's any American give a speech, 
any American give a rousing yes. speech. Like yeah. a, you get a plumber mid-pipe 100%. Fix. I mean, you don't like, want hey, anyone of the half-time ice hockey game. Exactly. You, want, you don't want an English chap coming in. No, you want just... someone, come on, Pachanski, <laughs> you're on for the second half. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, interesting. I'd never thought about that. Um, I don't know whether it's true, but yeah, you, you, we, it, it allows one to step into someone else's skin and uh, be as loud and as opinionated and as different and as forceful and as proud of what they're meant to represent as you like. Yeah. It's like it's, you're setting your own rules now. Totally. It's like, I don't need to be quiet because I should be a quiet person. I'm yeah. not even being me. Yeah. I can do anything. Yeah. So this is, so you, sir, I don't know if you know this, but you actually used to be a doctor. I know this because I did my research. <laughs> you used to be a doctor. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> Time flies, doesn't it? Like you just really get wrapped up in the whole comedy <laughs> thing. But no, you used to be a doctor. Practicing? Did you get in hospitals? I got into hospitals. I got inside patients. Wow. So you were proper... <laughs> I was a pro. How long? Had the white coat. Yeah. Had the listening thing. How, how, many, how many years were you practicing before you... One year as a junior doctor. One year. And then yeah. you went away with the comedy. And then, yeah. Interesting. So yeah. Like, as a... As, were you doing comedy like the whole way through? And like, it <laughs> was just... I, Were you making people laugh? Like... Oh, no. Absolutely the... not. That's a horrible thing. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was it was pretty much a clean break. So you so you stopped being a doctor, started doing comedy. Basically, that's insane. It does sound, in hindsight, slightly insane. <laughs> and if anyone were to ask me advice, I would say, don't, don't be a dick. <laughs> but yes, that's pretty much what what happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. In, and so what? Like, I think you... when you're doing medicine, it is so all encompassing. I would imagine. And. Um, indeed you know my, my my current wife dumped me i mean i intend her to be my wife not just currently but <laughs> she dumped me uh, we only just met in manchester where i was studying and she got rid of me because she didn't believe that i was working <laughs> i was like i can't see you because i have to work this was from during my finals and right. she had never met anyone from a course whereby that number of hours would fees possibly be given over to actual studying. So she just thought I was bullshitting. Right. So, so you were is, studying and I, she was like, he must be doing something else, yeah. seeing someone on the side. No one could possibly. Exactly. It's right. like he's wow. using the old <laughs> studying at university. As a as a, as a, as, a, as a ruse, that's but funny. I was actually studying at university. So yeah. the point I was making is, it's hard work, and then once you get into hospital, it's kind of even harder work. It's just never ending, and I always was like, I'm going to write some comedy. I'm going to write some comedy, but it is, um, it, it there's just no room for it. There's you know, so it's exhausting. I, I remember I went to like a conference, like when I was when I was a younger <laughs> so, man. Are you comparing like the the hardest day work you've ever done? No, no, I no. I actually went to a conference, mate. I've never done <laughs> any work. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> you not? I've never done any work. But I went when I was at school. I went to a thing like, oh, so you want to be a doctor? It was like one of those, one of those. Classic. Oh, you think you're something, don't you? This yeah. is what being a doctor is actually like. And the yeah. one thing they said was. You never stop working. You're always on call, and you'll be required to take exams. And you, you left die. the conference and at I tea. Was like, That's it. <laughs> I'm out. And then I then I went to law school like a fucking idiot, um, and totally wasted my time. 
for five years. But now oh, you did go to law school. I graduated, you, baby. But you didn't do the. So you know what hard work's like. No, no, no. I, I law school's words, man. You can. I, I don't know if you can tell. I'm quite good with them. <laughs> I can. I can get by on very little. You've uh, been writing a set as we've been talking. That's it. You've just knocked out an Edinburgh show. I mean, I'm going to listen back Left to this. Left brain, right brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like it was very funny because like yeah, I think I think when you go. Like, I think you're actually like a better example of this because like when I kind of see your comedy, it's very well thought out and very structured and very meticulous, not unlike a doctor. Interesting. Um, whereas I, you know, I'm a horrific example of a law student. But you charge a hell of a lot for people to see you. That's it. <laughs> and I, I charge by the minute. <laughs> Six minute increments, baby. That's how we do it. It's called a spreadsheet. Uh, I've never filled one out, but I hear they're nice. <laughs> Um, but no, it's just, it's, it's funny that you just switched like that. I, I can't, I mean, I switched in terms of I finished uni and I was like, no, like I got offered clerkships and things mm. and I was like, no, no interest and just kind of went into other stuff. But for you to have worked for like a year and then just be like, I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing comedy. So I better finish doing medicine. I find that interesting. Well, I was tempted to stop before the year. Uh. Um, but my mum being a nice Jewish boy persuaded me of the no it wasn't just my mum but it's um persuaded me of the of the uh, uh, look you know I don't regret it for a second once you do the training it's utterly different to actually doing medicine and now they can never that knowledge of knowing just how awful the NHS is can (laughs) never be taken away from me I don't think I would have known to tell all my friends and family to stay away from hospitals whenever you can. But now I've got that golden knowledge. Really? That was the main takeaway? <laughs> it's like, this is horrific. <laughs> no, stay it's amazing. Away. It's amazing. The NHS, amazing. You know, tragically underfunded. And um, from what I understand, it ain't got much better since. Uh-huh. Um, some say that I was one of the key departure moments <laughs> for the, but no it's 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 amazing but it needs more it needs um, more and yeah i did stop and i remember on the last day there's this big change over day when all the junior doctors go from one job to another sure and this bastard consultant just said um so w- you know w- what job are you doing next mm. and i'd been up all night the night before which i was meant to doing the, the the shift through the night right and i had i got another job i would have had to immediately leave at eight in the morning and go to this next job and oh, like your next placement next placement gotcha so and i had the, the, the car packed and ready to drive to london yeah and i told him that i didn't have another job to go to and he was like well great you can be my my junior doctor for um for today and then I did like another horrendous 12 hour shift with this bastard. You did the shift? I did the shift. What could I say? I mean, uh, I didn't want to burn my bridges. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't completely case. know the comedy would work out. I mean, had I known what I know now, I would have told him to go fuck himself. No, yeah. I, but I um, did the shift and then nearly died driving home, just utterly exhausted. So in fact, and the cold comedy thing nearly didn't happen. Due yeah. to death on the road, Due I remember phoning a mate and just talking and talking and talking, just going, "Keep me awake, keep me awake, keep me awake, keep Jesus. me awake." Just out of politeness, you did that final shift, final, the final shift. twelve hours. Should have said no. Should've I mean, I saved no. a few lives, obviously. Obviously, and I hope they're listening yeah. today. You're um, a fucking hero. They were just babies when I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's all right, let's get into the characters. Then. So you, yes. you you left Manchester where you were doing medicine. 
Yeah. And then you drove down to London. Yeah. And you just started. <laughs> so let's get this journey. Right. And, and then just like started. M1, M6. Like, but you hadn't even lived here for a bit. No, I hadn't lived in London for six years. And then you're just like, I'm going to come in. Came in. I'm going to do comedy. I'm going to do characters. Essentially, yes. I mean, when you say it like that, it does sound round the fucking bend. But yes. But this is the thing that's like... I'm just impressed by it all. Like, I'm like, that's amazing. Like, just the confidence to just turn up, you know, a very difficult comedy scene. London, well, huge ignorance market. Ignorance is bliss. And you just were just like, I'm coming in. Ignorance is bliss. It, it is, and I love Knowledge that. Knowledge is power. That's another phrase I could just throw out there. But ignorance is bliss, and I, and I had no concept of what comedy was. I had no concept of, well, I had no concept of what the comedy industry was. I had no, right. I didn't even really know about stand-up comedy. Yeah. I knew a few characters that I'd seen on the television, some Harry Enfield, some um, Sasha Baron Cohen, some um, Ricky Gervais in The Office, some, um, uh, what was another one? Some Steve Coogan. Yeah. That's what I knew. I didn't know. So you just seen anything. that. I just seen that. And you'd be like, I, I want to do that. I can pretend to be different people. That's Were you what already I doing do. accents? Did you have little moves? I, um, I could do French incredibly well. <laughs> no. I, Tri- I, trivia. I could, <laughs> that alone was enough. Yeah. To say no to medicine. No. So I obviously, um, I'd always made people laugh. Sure. Um, did you do like plays and stuff at school? No, or? I never did drama. Never I, did anything? I, the more you are reminding me of my past, the more I feel I really shouldn't have succeeded. <laughs> On paper, Dude, there, was there was nothing. You, you've taken one swing with a golf club. It's landed in the hole. And you've been like, I'm pretty good at golf now. And just fucking walked off into the sunset. It's amazing. I'm in awe of this. In hindsight, I'm really thinking I made an error. And but I'm going to phone up There's... Trafford Hospital now and go, you know what? I do not have the qualifications to leave this profession. Yeah. Give me that job back. Yeah, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I'd always made people laugh at school. I'd never done any drama or any plays. Um, I had no idea about the stand-up circuit. I had no idea about the Edinburgh Festival. I just knew that I was good at pretending to be other people and sure. making people laugh, something that I'd always done with in, ease throughout the whole of my life. In your social circles. In this my was, social circles. This was circles. a very casual just thing. Just a funny bloke who could do a French accent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's throw away medicine for this. Just start going. Really stupid. No. Really stupid. So It's great. Um, and I um, put some stuff on tape. Yeah, so you just filmed yourself? I just filmed myself. Did a little reel, like a Saturday Night Live little audition, won. couple of characters? Exactly, my dad always win things. He's he's a great wordsmith himself, ah. and uh, always won these captions, I would like to win XYZ because... Oh, the 25 words or less. That's my man, that's my dad. Unfortunately now, because of the dumbing down of society, yeah. there ain't many of them about. No, it's the that's um, just reality Twitter. TV that's just generation. Now. It's now just a tweet tweet us, yeah. send in your address. I and mean, or even if you don't know where you live, just send us your first name. <laughs> so we'll find you. his you know, glory years of com- competition wins yeah. have been, uh, you know, quashed because of because of, of, of there just aren't those about because no one can be bothered. Yeah. So now you got to do videos and stuff. Like have a video of you. Is that right? With like I, a, not, my, not I got a friend that. who does that for a living. What in does Australia? The competitions. He just does competitions basically. Oh my God. Well, this is fascinating. My dad. You should get my dad on this show. 
he I mean he's won so many things and he continues to win because of yeah. perseverance but there aren't what a guy what a guy I want to um, I like Twining's tea because yeah it makes the poorer richer <sighs> That's good. And you know how he's spelling poorer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. This is a podcast, but people can just see those letters popping up in front of their eyes. Thank you very much. I'll have a car. That's fucking awesome. That's a car. And he just does that. And so that's how you got the camera. He won the camera. He won the camera. He won the camera. So what did you do with the camera? What happens next with then the camera? Then he won a producer and a director. <laughs> so <laughs> he won BBC Three. Is what he won. <laughs> he won. He won a year as commissioning editor at BBC Three. Yeah, it was crazy. Whacked me in, bish bosh bash, and never looked back. He yeah. won the cat, and then I put these things together. Of um, had the footballer. Yeah, um, I did. That was already there. That was one of the early characters. That was one of the For, early characters. Not, now, my not memory is not going to be perfect here. That's okay. But I do remember that Dr. Bob, then called Dr. Omprakash, was... Um, Dr. Omprakash? Yes, was okay. inspired by doctors who I'd encountered while working sure. in a hospital. That's, like you, re- that's your go-to. Actual real ones. That's what you've seen, you've observed, you've uh, been there. And some of the levels of incompetence bordering on negligence yeah, sure. inspired me to have this wonderful just uh, doctor who's just absolutely, um, you know, um, no concept of the absolute fool he is. So one of the first videos I did was this overseas doctor on the tube busking. So he's this right. overseas doctor who's come to the UK and now um, can't get a job sure. because you can't. So he's way too qualified yeah, just yeah, to be yeah. busking on the tube. And so it was you're doing this in about, public, like yeah, immediately? Was, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and then I put a few of these characters onto VHS, Yeah, as it was. VHS. VHS, baby. Tape to tape. Tape to damn tape. Love it. Um and they were silent movies, obviously. Didn't have the technology then. They had a piano player. And I, yes. <laughs> obviously. My dad won a piano player. Okay. <laughs> and I went around on my BMX to various different production houses that I'd got from that book called, and I can't remember the damn name. There's a book which is, and obviously it's not a book now. It's probably online. Yeah. But it was full of all the different production companies oh right and they listed all their credits yeah and i've looked through them and the ones that did comedy and comedy shows i'd heard of highlight it with my pen and then just go around the bmx and then i go around the bmx with the tape with the tape in a jiffy bag i mean this sounds madness doesn't it this i mean is, it's, this is nuts this what, what, around... what, what am i doing what year was this <laughs> this was 1812 obviously. oh fuck so you had a gas lamp <laughs> writing with a quill character comedian S. So Brodkin as I went horse drawn carriage through yeah. so what year was this this was um, 15 more than 15-ish years ago 15. wow so like early so, 2000s yeah we're talking. yeah yeah and I would so pre-YouTube is this pre-YouTube because people forget that like YouTube wasn't yes. really a thing yeah until like 2005 yeah I mean it certainly wasn't on my radar, yeah. I'm sure it probably kicked off maybe, but it wasn't in my radar, it wasn't in my conscious, it wasn't in a, right. that's going to be something that I will whack it on. This was, yeah. and you're it, take- okay, in my head, I knew, um, 
I liked characters. Sure. And I knew I liked watching them on telly. Yeah. I thought I was funny and I thought I could pretend to be characters. So I put these characters onto tape and went around to the production company. You can put it on telly. And I just put them in and put and said, that, yeah, with right. a little covering note. I'd love to pull out that note now. It would just say something like, you know, dear, like really polite and really regards, sort of, Doctor yeah, Simon. Really, Simon. it would be like I have just, um, <laughs> I've just thrown away a, a perfectly respectable, healthy career yeah. in medicine. Please help, ASAP. Ta. So, so, so it was. I'm sure a very politely written letter and laying so what, out what, Stop. what I'd done. I'm, 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 I'm getting too invested. What happened now? They call back. Any calls? I'm leaving a gap for. Well, should we come back after the break? No. Are you Presumably to... you've got sponsors. No, no, no <laughs> never. I need to know. I get a phone call or email yeah. from the comedy commissioner at Channel 4. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Robert Popper. Good name. Who Bob said, Popper. this is hilarious. Love the Doctor character. I want to put you on television. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you're 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 fucking with me. This is... I haven't recounted this story, this... and me recounting it to you, and you laughing at every stage, and me realizing this is madness. No, because what is going on here? Look, I just read like the Saturday Night Live book, which has like a lot of bizarre, like you know, this is how I got successful, and this one is way up there. Amazing. <laughs> just like this is me busking on a train as a doctor character. I dropped the tape off on a BMX, and then. The TV man calls me and says, it's would you true. like to be on it's TV? Tr- it's true. It's all actually true. 2004 was a simpler time. It's crazy times, man. <laughs> this was pre-ISIS, don't forget. Oh, okay. This is before everyone was scared. Ex- exactly. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So then, and then what happens then? You meet up with the man. So I was like, yeah, cool. Obviously that's going to happen. I've dropped in some tapes into TV people. And obviously then, then they put you on the television. So he calls me in. Um, turn up to Horsefree Road the plush office is there obviously just look up where Channel 4 is he goes come in see me went in he goes well we want to get you on telly yeah Um, and really funny um, what we'll do is you know those slots I don't think they exist anymore they were 7.55 after the Channel 4 news. Like the five minute little before the next show. Bosh. Amazing. He goes just do a run of them. A run of them. A run of Not the, the one. week. The week. <laughs> Did he know that you'd like been doing comedy for I assume like a month at this stage? <laughs> yeah, because my letter was perfect. <laughs> to be honest, he goes. Um, so he goes. Have you got an agent? I'm like, what? Like a what? No, I've obviously yeah. heard of an agent, but no, no yeah. agent. So he said, well, listen, I'll recommend you to my agent. She's you know, one of the top agents in the business because he's a writer as well. Right. And then got signed by her obviously if one of your clients who's now commissioner at channel four i know this in hindsight goes i've got this guy think he's really funny gonna put him on television would you like to represent him yeah. no one's gonna go nah no, I don't what want... you mean he comes complete with a commission nah i don't want 15 percent of that <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um i then was just what well, sure you want to do that let's let's do that he go he goes what do you want to do so I had a little think and a little, I, I, I emailed him some ideas and he was just like, just do the, do the, do the, do the doctor character. Just Different do, situations. Just do the five doctor character, do the, do the doctor character. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, 
And you just did, did what'd you do? Did you and take him different places? Well, what we did was he then put me um he goes, obviously you're gonna need somewhere to to to, to make the program. Of course. Um go with um oh, Bulls, what's their name? Who were on the top they were one of the top um I wouldn't know probably. I'm, I'm get if there's like a TV thing or like an Edinburgh sketch thing, I wouldn't know. Okay, it would be funny if you knew because they were on the top right. production companies. But th- so he goes, just make it with them, right? Which sounds amazing. Uh, talk back, that's it. Talk, talk back, back, right? Sure. Talk back, huge, big company, big company, very successful, very Close successful company. So within a very short space of time, I'd got some slots on TV, an agent, and I was working with Talkback, which all sounds amazing. But have you been on a comedy club stage? No. No. Nothing. (laughs) Never held a microphone in my life. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, keep going. And so we started making this. It was going to be called From, uh, From Baghdad to Balaam. Yeah. About an Iraqi doctor uh-huh. who comes over to the UK and can't practice medicine, obviously, work visas, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And then so he's doing barriers, these other things. And was doing these other things. Gotcha. And from Baghdad to Balaam. And what's funny is when it went in the papers, that five minute slot after the news had never, ever been given over to comedy. Oh. So the only people that took an interest in it was the local Iraqi community in the United Kingdom. Oh, wow. That were like, you've got to watch this show. I remember looking at this in the internet. It's going to be so interesting. There's this guy who's come they from think Baghdad it's a real to Balaam, thing. thinking it's a real thing. Because it's after the news. It's after the news. Oh, my God. So They think it's a current affairs. They think it's a current affairs thing. Fucking hell. So, in, so <laughs> while it sounds dream world, and of course it is in many aspects, yeah. you've got the commissioning editor channel for invite me and go, make this, do this, Here's a top agent. Here's top production company. Here's some slots. Yeah. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it reminded me of my medical career in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> Just operate on that, Brodkin. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Wear the surgical mask so they can't see a freak out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and talk back. What, what are they going to care? They were making... They were making Ali G. Sure. They were making Bo Selector. Right. So just huge programs. Huge, and you're just like some kid that doesn't know programs. what's going on. Not only doesn't know what's going on, I didn't have any any you know degree of, 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 of A knowledge, yeah. B confidence, experience, understanding of how it worked, yeah. totally out my depth and in their hands and into the hands of one of the busiest, most successful production companies there is right so so they're like who's this work experience who's, kid who's this work experience who's his kid? dad why is he here yeah, like, they're busy yeah. people yeah you know, sure. production companies don't have producers going i got i've got a few days off here. I, <laughs> I will um anything new you know so yeah. i just sort of fell between the cracks a little bit there right and i didn't know what i was doing but and you got it filmed you we got, got it filmed. sorted we got it just about sorted what was the reception well, there wasn't a reception because right. who's watching five-minute shows at, at seven fifty-five that are meant sure. to be current affairs? There wasn't any reception. It wasn't like no, no, re- was no review, no, no coverage, review. nothing, no coverage, no nothing. So you snuck onto TV and off TV without anyone noticing. It was almost like the shortest career there'd ever been. For the shortest career, times five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. 
I don't think it was on a Friday. Okay. Oh, well, four. four. Times four. Apologies. It was, you know, a whirlwind of... Yeah, uh, but you've been on TV after... Uh, how long before the May... Like, the dropping the thing really to the being question. on TV? Like, I'm three gonna months? I'm going to guess, you know, definitely m- m- months. I mean, weeks it could have been. Right, so just like no time, really. No time. Just like not even... No time. You're not even changing your thing on no your tax idea. yet. You're still a doctor. I'm 100% still a doctor. But you've been on I mean, TV. I turned up day one with my white coat. I was... <laughs> <laughs> of course, you've been a doctor. <laughs> it was the perfect thing. <laughs> So, all right. So then from there, what happens next? Because this, do you just keep doing stuff for this baby? The, the, sorry, the Channel 4 guy? So after being hounded down by the Iraqi uh, community. For oh, they were offended the guy, by they, they weren't offended. Oh, okay. I've, I've no idea. You know what? I've actually no idea. I would love to look up. You don't have a big comments. Iraqi fan base to this day. <laughs> no, we fucking love him. He's our guy. I, so I don't, I don't remember how it was received. Yeah. I do remember it was just, like, what am I doing? What is this? Sure. How does this work? And also, I remember just going to the offices of Talkback going, holy shit, in that office, they're making Bo Selector. In that <laughs> office, they're making Ali G. In that office, they're making... Um, they had huge, huge shows. Yeah. And seeing these people, you know, bits from the set, there'll be Bo Selector masks. Right. There'll and you're be, just there freaking out as a like, fan. Yeah. Just like, what is going on? Yeah. D- did that. And that, obviously, ended up with a bit of experience. Yeah. An agent. And a TV credit. And a TV credit. Great. Um, but then, you know, it's back to square one. Yeah. So then what what happens now? Give me... Because we, we've got to make our leap to Lee Nelson. What, how does this man to get to Lee Nelson? Then I got, well, good show. Through, no. Yeah. <laughs> it all just happened immediately. So then I think I... Um, um, this is, this is going to be tricky to remember the exact timeline. Mm. I... That's it. Someone talked about the Edinburgh Festival. Sure. To me. I think it might have been Josie Long, who was like a friend of a friend. So you're and just I in a conversation. On the phone, oh, on the phone. Going, okay. Like, you're doing comedy, aren't you? Like, I want to do comedy. She must have fucking hated my guts. She must so have right. That was, that was like the 2004 version of the Facebook message. Like, hello, my friend. It's exactly, a comedian. Exactly. I want to be a comedian. Phone each other. Yeah. I'm like, hi, is Josie there on her landline? <laughs> <laughs> and while holding something from like Blockbuster video. Oh, yeah. I go to all the, all Blockbuster. The, all the classics. <laughs> but yeah, so you called Josie Long. On my she roller skates. Edinburgh. So I said, well, I'm doing this comedy thing. Yeah. You know, you're doing it. What What do know, I do? What do I do? Sure. And she was like, well, I'm going up to the Edinburgh Festival. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's like the Edinburgh Festival. You didn't even know this was a thing. Didn't know it was a thing. Great. Did not know it was a thing. Great. I was like, I, I should, sounds worth swinging by. So you put a show on? No. <laughs> no, 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 you just way. turn up. Thank the Lord I didn't put, thank the Lord my, uh, um, my, my bluster didn't go into, I'll just put on a show at the Edinburgh Festival. Sure. I went up to the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, for like um, a couple of days, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, this is everything. This, this is, is all this the comedy. Is comedy. This is where comedy is. This is what this is comedy. Hello, comedy. Yeah, and then, it opened me up to the world of stand up. So you met and some people. They I tell you about clubs. Meet, necessarily meet people. I got it. Then I got what happened. Ah, Aha, this is. Okay. Stand up comedy. You, you stop being in the little, the little crazy Brodkin bubble. The Brodkin bubble just. Of like BMX and being on TV. Now it's like, no, there's like these <laughs> BMX weird... wasn't going anywhere, mate, not for a while. <laughs> but yeah. The Brodkin bubble of just um, going straight to Channel 4 commissioners. Yeah. And going straight on Channel 4 was burst. And, it, you know, the ignorance is bliss thing is 
it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It is amazing because I then was was like, well, oh my god, yeah, and I've got to do this. And I and I then went and performed on the circuit in sure. London. I think my first ever gig was it was called Bar One Hundred and Eighty. And you're not doing that far from here. And you're doing characters. And I did Lee Nelson. You did Lee Nelson night, that very night. So it was your first, like first your, thing on stage after Doctor Bob. So for footballer, Doctor Bob, they were in the video. Yeah. And then your first stage character was Lee Nelson. Exactly. Wow, mate, you were fucking. You don't have a. You don't do a draft, do you? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't need to edit it. We'll just put it out. Uh, it'll be it'll be fine. Okay. So Lee Nelson. Now Lee Nelson as a character. I've what I've watched a bit. I've tried to kind of get it because like it's a it's a British thing. I think essentially South London. South London. Hundred percent South London. Chav. Um, Chav is a word that I've never used with him. Interesting, because that's what that's what's been written. That's like they like. I have never used the word Chav with the character Chav. Is derogatory, I guess, if you want to be uh, absolutely, particular I about it, and I, and I I didn't ever want the portrayal to be that. Well, that's that's the thing. I don't like from what I've seen of it. It doesn't seem like a mean spirited character, like at all. You know, like impersonations. Like I watch a lot of SNL. A lot of impersonations, like they're making fun of this aspect of this person, whereas like this doesn't seem mean. It seems like you're inhabiting a South London character. But like in a very cheeky kind of playful way. Yes, and at first he was a bit more of a takedown of that sort of person. And mm. as I inhabited him more, and as you, I, I took him and was an actual stand-up comedian with him. Sure. And so suddenly you've got to be him in that moment with people there, right. and his actual personality has got to come out because you can't get away with doing sketches in a stand-up club. Because while that was going on, I remember them being introduced to this kind of other circuit, which was the sketch comedy circuit. Right. And it was totally different. It was more glass of red wine rather than a pint of beer. Yeah. It was more polite claps rather than raucous. It was more, it was much more encouraging and much more theatrical than the stand-up circuit. Yeah. So that'd be more like the festival circuit now? Is that kind of similar to that? Mm, I, I, I... I don't know whether something like that exists now or not. It was okay. people who were doing characters and sketches. Right, and you and found that. And it was in that. a more genteel environment, a more encouraging, but it was less cutting edge. When you go to a comedy club, you've got to damn well make people laugh and you better do yeah, it pretty Yeah, it's their quickly. Friday night. It's their Friday night. It might it's, be a sag dude. There's only one currency and that's not a well-acted moment. It is make us laugh. Yeah. And so Lee went into that and had to live and die by those rules. Okay, and, um, then, and so what was initially kind of like a bit more one-dimensional was like then just spread out because well, he was occupying the stage for so long well he was more one dimensional certainly at first when I started on the circuit but he had already changed a bit by just putting him on the circuit because sure. when I went on I knew jokes is king yeah 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 and so you were writing jokes I was writing jokes him, for him as many to say as possible. and he has become now a celebration of Right of of that sort of person, he is just a cheeky, bubbly, effervescent, happy-go-lucky South London lad. It's not meant to be a vicious takedown of someone like that. It is right. a celebration of well, that's of definitely him and all he stands for. That, that's definitely the impression. Like someone, you know, someone doesn't get the culture, doesn't like know the character for like a long period. It's like that's when I watch it. I'm like, yeah, this is like he's having fun, and like he incorporates aspects of your life. If am I getting that wrong? Like. like 
Like having kids and stuff. I assume well, that kind of coincided with you. No, he had kids way before me. Interesting. I okay. copied Lee. Ah. <laughs> He's he was a child raiser. I hadn't even heard of sex before. It was, I was in the Brooklyn bubble. I'm a BMX. Oh, man. Look, I'm so glad you got it for a man wearing a hat. That's where you want the sex talk from. Um, but, so so I w- went on the circuit with Lee and it worked and people liked it. Yeah. And I think even on that first gig, people... Enjoyed it. Utterly believe people definitely enjoyed it on that first gig. And people believed, I think I remember even getting to an argument with someone there. Someone believed that I was for real and Wow um and, like, and took offence at some of the like what I was taking the mick out of something to yeah. do with him and he was thought I was for real. And, and they're like, No, this is a character that you gotta like, Oh in fact that's a funny story from doing him because uh, obviously where the so I was out and about doing a sketch with him. So this would have been for the the the, the video stuff that I was taking around sure. the production things. And we <laughs> I was with the same guy who was filming me on the on on the tube as as, as Sure, Dr. same Bob. cameraman. Same cameraman, same dude, same guy. Yeah. I think he's now like a famous DOP or something. Oh great. I'd love to look him up. There um, you go. His career started well e- also. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and um, because he was at film school and he was like a mate of mate I was like should we both hook up we both have no idea what we're doing and we can maybe have no idea together there you go so I went out and we pretended to spray paint on this guy's uh, white van right and then I was there going yeah it's well funny isn't it yeah it was early early Lee Nelson right yeah and um, uh, and the guy came out of his house with a knife oh wow and said you fucking blah 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 I've been wanting to catch you little prick for fucking months people had been spray painting on the side of his van that's why we went and did it there so I could pretend that that was me oh right now you try telling (laughs) someone and this was um, this was in um, well this was near Arsenal's ground so this was in uh, like Seven Sisters or whatever. Yeah, so like North London. North London, not a nice part of North London, right? Right, rough North London. Rough North London, right? Yeah. And uh, you try telling this guy who's had his van graffitied week after week by some oiks yeah. that, no, no, you don't understand, sir. What I'm doing here yeah. is I'm trying to deconstruct the sort of person <laughs> who would do that. That's exactly, yeah. we are on the same side here, the sir. The fact that you've mistaken me for the kind of person who would do that is my greatest is, achievement. Is, is exactly. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. And you try persuading someone that you're a character. How, how do you do that? Yeah. I, I didn't have ID on me. Sure. I was in the tracksuit. I had shaved hair at the time. Right. And you just, did you change the accent? Did you well, yeah, kinda... of course. Of course you changed the accent. And what, you, you think got, that's proof? There's a cameraman? That you have there's a cameraman here? Yeah, but that's exactly what he thought. He thought that you'd go there and you'd film it for a laugh. Oh, God. So <laughs> That would be very difficult to explain. So, so a man holding a my, knife. My, so my biggest, um, most persuasive argument that I had was look at these cigarettes they're herbals. <laughs> they wouldn't smoke herbal. They wouldn't smoke herbals, mate. Yeah. You must believe me, sir. <laughs> he calls the police. Oh, my God. Police come along and, and take us, meet us down to the station. Yeah. And it was just brilliant argument of him going, I've seen these guys graffitiing on the band. We weren't graffitiing. We had the spray paint out and were pretending. Right. And who are the police going to side with? 
I managed to persuade them I was who I was. They then looked through the video of what we'd done um, and saw that earlier on in the day, we had actually graffitied in another area. Uh. Fortunately, doctors, police officers, a little bit of a bomb there. And I suspect this guy as well with the knife was a complete and utter fucking prick. Yeah. So with me going, listen, chaps, honestly, there's been a huge misunderstanding. Yeah. Whereas him going, these little fuckers. <laughs> so, um, and, and they, they let me go. I guess that was one of the early scrapes with the old bill. Right. That you got off. They were just like, ah, fine. We'll give you a pass on this one. Because this guy this seems one. like a prick. Yeah. Okay. They co- I think they confiscated the tape. Right. Yeah. So, well, just, you know, to get into the kind of, I guess, like, creation of this character. So, create a character, inhabit the character, get grow up the character. That character. Get arrested as character. <laughs> You're <laughs> doing very well so far. You're going in deep early. But, like, why, you know, North London, Jewish, uh, doctor, I assume, comfortable upbringing? Like, comfortable upbringing, Comfortable upbringing? Yeah. Why go South London... Like, kind of cheeky. It's, well, it totally seems like a, a huge juxtaposition, may I say. But yeah. it was actually just one of many characters that I was performing. Sure. But it happened to be the one that I could most easily perform on the circuit because he was the most um, straightforward in terms of what he was. Whereas the other characters needed a whole setup, he didn't. So it wasn't by design right. that I was like, I'm just going to do Lee Nelson. This is the one I'm going to take forward. Yeah. It was by nature of what I, the medium by which I needed to excel. Yeah, sure. And so the circuit became Lee's. Right. And because the other, the other characters pu- pu- were pushed to one side because with Jason, I had to go... Um, what I'm going to do is the, I'm a footballer. I'm going to need out my autobiography or would the doctor go, right, I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a doctor, so I'm going to set yeah. up a surgery. He could just go, hello, I'm Lee Nelson. Let's yeah. just do this. Let's chat. Take the mick out of you. This is what I've done. This is what I am. Yeah. And so it was just the easiest. It was, it was the one you could do on the circuit. It was the one so that I could do going. on the circuit. And my first, when I first went up to Edinburgh, um, in the show that I think you mentioned this before we started recording, yeah. everyone but himself. Yeah, your Lee first was show. just one of a few characters. Right. And then. There was a holiday rep. There was, in fact, there was on there, go the opposite extreme. There was this guy who was like absolutely awesome. And he just really, <laughs> he would now be an absolute. I just love Jeremy Corbyn. Like, he totally. Right, screw right, the Tories, right. bro. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. A, a jump on. Every bandwagon there is to jump on, he was utter hypocrite, you know. Man, we've just got to get, like, all this, you yeah. know, uh, environmentally friendly stuff going. Um, as soon as I've flown back from Laos, I'm going to totally, <laughs> you know, jump in Ga- with that. Gapia, Gapia guy. Gapia, in fact, when Gapia guy came out, I was like, hey. oof, that's exactly where yeah. I was where thank, I was heading thank god I didn't keep going with that guy because that guy <laughs> yeah, that guy exactly. just got done yeah. exactly I just got yeah. gap yard so <laughs> that was the the, the 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 first year I went to Edinburgh which was yeah. soon after I realised holy crap Edinburgh yeah exactly well, Lee was just one of a few and that, but in, in the meantime I got back and then started doing more more circuit stuff before mm. and after and so Lee excelled well okay that, yeah that's that, that I mean that makes sense like, that makes perfect sense to me like as a performer um, just like yeah this is the one that works in a club because it's the easiest for the audience to grasp and like on a Saturday night they're not the quickest people that you're performing to in a comedy club they're usually pissed they're not really paying that much attention yeah, I w- they I want to dive in I wouldn't say it's not the quickest people but what you need on 
as as stand up comedy has no fourth wall. Yeah. So you have to exist in that moment. Yeah. And you can't be doing with a whole setup. There's no time. There's no. That's not the and forum. Don't like it. Like, and and they, because that's not what it is. That's yeah. not stand up comedy. And so Lee became a stand up comedian. Yeah. So when you do stand up, you are Lee Nelson because that is the way that it's worked out. The way this figured itself out. Exactly. But, so like, as as a person growing up where you didn't learn it, just because this this podcast does. You know, I do like to talk about the different parts of the UK and sure. like the different kind of areas. So, like, as a person growing up north with that upbringing and then pretending to be someone from South London with that kind of upbringing, how, how do you get reference points for it? Like, how did you know about that world? Did you have a friend who was very similar to, like, Lee Nelson or did you, like, spend some time there growing up? Like, what was the... All the characters that I do are just from observing people, things that interest you, that pique... Um, sure. Your, your interest and just observing yeah. that person. And we don't live in a segregated community in London. That's the beautiful thing about London. Yeah, everyone's yeah. moving everywhere. Everyone's moving everywhere and different parts have an amalgamation of different people. Mm. And so you just watch and enjoy and take them in. I think I saw people on the top deck of a bus just having the best time ever, oblivious to everyone else's need in their amazing world of just laughing at each other, joking with each other, being absolute idiots. Yeah. And that was one of the first moments I was like, oh my God, that would be a great person. That guy. So, that guy, that the, guy. The joyous. The, yeah, exactly. No self-consciousness. Absolutely. They were okay. like, yeah, should we have a lot of just running down the bus. Hey, you get out next stop, I'll just spit out the window. That would be funny, right? <laughs> just in their, in their world. Right, and then like as as you kept doing the characters, how long the character? What like over a decade? Now? Yeah, yeah, over a decade. Did did you, did you find yourself kind of getting into like you know you you see some like South London people that like, have a chat to them, <laughs> like just kind of you know <laughs> suss things out? Because I mean, I, if if I'm trying to figure anything out about the UK, I always try and insert myself into a conversation <laughs> into someone. Where to? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm married, but yeah, no. yeah I, I um. Yes, the um, so you're saying going about and chatting to people and interacting with people. Just you don't have to talk. You just watch and sit back and and right. and and yeah. I I think I remember at the time going hanging around a little bit in South London and just but on your day to day travels. Yeah. That's what you see in London. You right. see everyone, don't you? Of course, yeah, because they're coming up or they're going, exactly. oh, you're going down and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, the, the, tube, so not, the tube and the bus. Exactly. <laughs> that is the key. 100%. The tube and the, the circle bus. line. Circle line. <laughs> you get a bit of north, east, southwest. Right. It's a beautiful thing. And you're just riding back and forth on the circle line. Being like, yeah, fuck, that's a good, that's a good quirk. And, 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 and again, ignorance is bliss. And I wasn't thinking, oh my God, are people going to be offended by this betrayal of someone? I yeah. was just going... That will be a fun guy to inhabit and to be. Just do it. Yeah. Just like have, I did with the doctor. That will be a funny thing to take the mick out of. Just do it. Have you got negative feedback from it? Is that part of it? Well, it's that, comedy. So, of I course mean, yeah. you do. I would just like people like, you know, just like kind of people from South London being like, mate, what you're doing is not all right. Like, you know. No, if, absolutely not. It's the yeah. North Londoners who take offense. Really? It's the, they it's, they it's hate the it. the people who are offended on other people's behalf. I guess like, I can't speak for everyone. I can hardly speak for anyone but myself. But... Um, I think if 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 um, look, comedy always um, divides people yeah. because it's either hilarious or you are going how can anyone find that funny <laughs> and it seems to cause people such you know, angst and 
fury that yeah. someone how can you find that funny and the other person's going how can you not find that funny um, um, so yes there's always so it's, it's, not, it's not from the South London people it's always from other people being like how dare you pretend to I be think like is, that yeah. guy yeah. I've never met yeah. and you're like yes. cool good good input I'll see you later yeah I think, I think the reason they get annoyed is because like, if they don't get a joke it makes them feel dumb and like that's why they get so uptight about it you know what I mean? Like, how could you... What is funny about that? And what is just, funny just about kind of like, that? How do I not find the funniness in that? Does this guy yeah, think he's co- better than me? Comedy is... It's, it's, it's come out hard. It? it is interesting how it does that to people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone loves taking a bit of offense in this day hey, and age. It's a good time for it. media, it's a good time to get angry with it's something. Never, never been easier to take offense. It's never been easier <laughs> to tell someone you're offended. That is the convenience just, we have in this exactly. age. It's um, a badge of honor. But do do a lot of South London people come see the show? Like they're like they they your fans. Sure, hundred percent. My first tour. So, yeah. cut a long story short, went up to Edinburgh um, another year and did um, a Lee hour, and then yeah. that got commissioned on BBC Three as his well good show. Right. Um, because I was doing Lee more and more on the circuit, and so it made sense to put that. As, in an actual show as the character as yeah. the character just a, and not, so, not a solo multiple character characters. Show. I mean that's what Sasha Baron Cohen did right like he'd do like hold like he'd kind of just really get into a character and then just kind of finish that character and then you know what I mean like he wouldn't mix it up yeah well his which makes sense to me um, his TV show did have different ones oh okay uh, his TV just... show I think when he did a film it would be that because you'd yeah. have to get into that for many many months yeah um, um, so uh, so no so, <laughs> <laughs> so I went up to Edinburgh, got that commission. Then the, I did a tour straight off the back of um, Well Good Show. Yeah, and that was just you know the, the the straight off the circuit onto a tour, and that was raucous. That was that was insane. I mean, yeah, that was proper boisterous. Um, people, the people you yeah. were pretending to be were coming out. hundred percent. You were performing on the top of the bus. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. It was. And that must be the ultimate compliment, right? It was was great. It was. was, I think. um, Yeah, I need. I needed a. We we said the next tour, we got to get you. We got to get you a bouncer. (laughs) So I had um, because I did you know meet and greet afterwards, and they got pretty hit up. Right. Yeah. They got pretty crazy. And so So you had had like bouncer uh, next to you. I had a bouncer next to me. Wow. by that stage, things had calmed down a little bit, so I don't know how much bouncing he actually had to do. It was the easiest bouncing job ever. Yeah. Well, Lee, it's, it's can nice I get a photo there. with you, chap? <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, mate. All right? <laughs> Just serious. Okay. And then, so that, that's what happened. He's had multiple shows, Lee Nelson? No. One on, show. On, on TV? Yeah. Um, he has had three of his own series. Wow. And, just, and, and now you're moving away from that. I'm certainly adding to the pack, adding is what pack. I would say. So Just like, like no... going back to my roots of where I started, which was multiple characters, multiple things. Sure. And then Lee kind of charged ahead yeah. and forged a, you know, a great career for himself. And I'm still doing Lee, absolutely. There's, the, there's the, no retirement for Lee. There's no, there's no retirement for Lee. I, you know, I'd be an idiot to do that because yeah, sure. it's still great and it's still fun and it's still really popular and i'm on i think this is the biggest tour i've ever done sure so and that's still going now but this new um branch for me of 
of doing stuff as myself is super exciting, super challenging. But what 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 inspired that? Do you, do you look at doing yourself? Just as sick like... of putting on the shorts. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. Well, yeah, like, I've seen the outfit just develop for Lee the as outfit, well. The outfits develop as he's got kind of more successful. It felt weird having going up going. I've got no money. I've got nothing. When he's had three series on TV, yeah, hosted live at the Apollo, been in it a few more times, it's like he has to have opened his eyes a little bit more. So now he's got the suit. I mean, admittedly, it's still got the security tag on. Yeah. So uh, it's still in. Still fun. It's still, still in fun character. and it's still in character. But yeah. he's now more like, yeah, hello, everyone. Hello, Apollo. He can yeah. take that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Um, so. But wearing my own clothes is great when you do. It's, sa- it's just saving so much time. It's just convenient. It's just amazing. No getting, no doing anything, no brushing the hair, no changing your clothes, roll into the car, turn up at your gig That's and it. be yourself. It's really easy. Well, I it's, mean, it's not easy. I'd say it's, it's, really, it's really not easy. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Because, like, as a, as a character, I guess you're, you're kind of being given a direction. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like, talk about this kind of stuff because this is who you are. Absolutely. Whereas like now, you know, you're being yourself. You're kind of figuring out who you are. So to use some pretentious analogy, it's not pretentious actually, it's a rubbish analogy. But when you do a character, you know exactly with which the colours you're going to use. And you use those colours and you use just those colours. Right. And so you can get on with, you know, the writing and the painting quicker. Yeah. Because you know what you are doing and you know... Picasso's blue period. I just made a pretentious baby. Oh, thank you, mate. I got an education. I needed that after that. I keep it to after... myself. I told you. Keep it down, son. In the closet. <laughs> closet intellectual. Um, Whereas, so it's easier to get going. Yeah. But obviously, you're only painting with the same colours. You, you can add in a few more, like with Lee growing up and talking about Brexit and talking about Donald Trump, but still, he comes from that same place. Yeah. Whereas when you're yourself, you can do anything you want. You can paint with any colour. You can make a collage out of pasta. <laughs> you, you can do papier-mâché balloon. You can express yourself however which way you want, yeah. which is, um, I, I, I guess, in the long run, um, it's more interesting and it's more um, um, you, you, you can take it anywhere but to start with it is like wow where Terrifying. do I even start you know where what, what, what do I what do I do and that's been the journey that I'm on now. And, and how, how long has that journey been going? Just over a year? Three days. Three days? <laughs> oh my God. No, um, how long good. has it been going? Good question. Um, uh, a year and a year and two months. A year and two months. Yeah. And do you, do you feel like it's starting to starting? Yeah, crystallize yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, does it make you look at Lee differently, or is that just like yes, a completely totally. different brand? Totally. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. It's been so a great it's great. Like, where does Lee end, and where do I start, and right. where does that happen? And you know, what was great, I had a recent breakthrough. I'm like, no, I know what I am, and I know what Lee is. And we have very little performance overlapping. Sure. Um, and whereas previous to that, I'll be on stage going, hang on, how much of this do I want to borrow from? How much of this is, how much has he stolen from what should be mine? Give it back, Lee, damn it. <laughs> so you're like, oh, I could do that material from my point of view. Yeah. Whereas well, I could now do... you're like, no, that's a different... Yes. Draw well, I could do that performance. That. It was always, yeah. when you start, and you've probably forgotten this, but when you start as a comedian, yeah, you have to work out everything, which is your whole being, your whole presence. Yeah, the way absolutely. you hold the mic, the way you utter the words, the what you 
your whole take on everything. That is what yeah. you need to work out. And you need to do that publicly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Because yeah, that's yeah. what stand-up is. I've always said it's like learning guitar by busking. That's like... You're in, you're, there's constantly a public response. I 100% agree with that. It's, yeah. it's an apprenticeship. It, it's, and it's just like everyone's kind of watching you being like, yeah, fuck, he didn't nail that chord at all. Couldn't um, he do at, this at home? At, it's like, no. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And that's why the circuit is so, you know, brilliant and joyous because you can just have a busk. Yeah. And I don't know what the circuit's like in Australia, but the fact that, you know, I'm now off to a gig around the corner from here and I'm closing that show, which is great, but... Um, you know, a, f- a few months ago, I would have been asking to go along and open that, and there'll be few people there who have been who are like me on my BMX. <laughs> you know, many years ago, going in, just going, can I just have five minutes? Yeah, and you can get it, and you can, can I, just can try. I get five minutes on TV, please? Can I get five minutes on TV? <laughs> and they'll be and they'll cool. and um, um, and and there's been some nights where you're like, holy cow, I really haven't. I haven't got it. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Right. But that's fine. Is that's it, what you got to go through. Sorry, that's an interesting question. Is like with bombing, like if you have a bad set, is yeah. it better as Lee or better as you? You mean, is it worse to do badly as myself or badly as Lee? Correct. Definitely badly as yourself because there's no one to blame. That's also, interesting. Also, don't forget I'm at a different... Stage point as well. So yeah, people, yeah, yeah. some people at least, will know uh, who I am. Yeah. Aren't you meant to be a professional, mate? Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah. Was... But this is different, all right. I liken it to uh, if a um, um, a Premier League goalkeeper right wants to go and play in midfield. So it's the same sport, but yeah. it's a totally different. Yeah. Skill. Like this guy's really good, actually. Like, I know that name, and then like just yeah. like, well, Jesus what's he what's he doing? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Isn't he meant to be a footballer? Yeah. And that's how it has sometimes felt. So has that, has that been like quite humbling? But like, I assume... Of course, the circuit's be, amazing. Absolute leveller. Love it. Love but, it. But must be like so interesting to just kind of be like, oh, I can talk about, you know, I can talk about being Jewish if I want to. It'd be a bit weird for Lee Nelson to just... Can I just you know, say, yeah, listen, I just, um, I know Jews aren't allowed to ask people, <laughs> but I have converted. It's like... Um, um, yeah, just like a different... Yeah, it must just be interesting to kind of explore those different parts of yourself. Yeah, different religions, equality. Yeah. Um, so it is interesting, and that's what we were starting to talk about at the very top of the of 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 the, of the talk that I've started to think about that. Yeah. And what's been interesting to me is you. It's allowed me to think about life and things that I care about and identity and all stuff that. I should be talking about that university with a bong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really interesting. Cause like for me, yeah, comedy is like very self-indulgent and then it's just kind of like, how do I feel about that thing? And then you just kind of talk about it or you don't talk about it. Whereas like, I think with a character, it seems to be more of like, it's like almost a writing task. Cause you're like, what does that guy think about well, it's that writing thing? and performance task? You have to be able yeah. to carry it off and you have to be able to write for them. But you're right. As a stand-up, it's this fascinating balance between, and look, I'm learning, I'm a year and a, and a teeny bit into it as a stand-up. I yeah. feel like an absolute newbie, but it's this it must feel balance. It must feel slow compared to your old career when after a month you were <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on TV. Where's, t- <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that BMX where's my back Netflix out. special? My lucky BMX. Uh, yeah. um, it's this fascinating balance between you've got to be absolutely self-assured to get on that stage. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely humble enough to be able to connect with the audience and not 
come across as just hugely arrogant. Yeah. So you have to carry it with humility. And that, I guess, because like with Leila, you're kind of like, I'm carrying it with this charm. I'm carrying it with this like well, kind yeah, of working just, class, blustery, like kind come, of. It's um, come out and it's just like, yes, let's get this party started. Yeah. Wee. Like, blah, you... blah blah blah. It's in their face. It's it's. This is what I think. Oh, I've just done this. I've just done this. I'm loving it. Yeah. Whereas with you, it's like. And I'm a, I'm a, I used to be a doctor. Yeah. I've got kids. Exactly. I'm Jewish. Exactly. I don't know how I feel about lawnmowers. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you got to deal with that. Have you, seen, have you seen my set? I've not seen it. Oh, man. <laughs> the lawnmower stuff. That, are you doing lawnmower shit? I'm doing I I've got I was, 20 minutes of lawnmowers. Uh, I have my big lawnmower joke. Gordon. It's a, it's, a, it's a fucking open in my leaf blower joke. Um, no, I'm lying. I'm totally oh, lying. Oh, mate. I was teeing up for <laughs> I thought you've obviously weaved this in so you get to say no, no. your leaf blower If you think I burn my fucking jokes on a podcast, you're mistaken, sir. <laughs> this is me being funny off the <laughs> goddamn cuff. told me that beginning. Yeah, Damn. I know. I'm sorry. You've got to burn a lot of this material. <laughs> um, look, mate, perfect timing. We nailed it. Um, is there anywhere they can find you, these lovely people, my lovely listeners? Are you going to be in Australia anytime soon? <laughs> um, uh, I hope so, mm-hmm. but no exact plans is the truth. Sure. So um, I am coming off the back of a big lead tour. There's only about eight dates left. That's been like a 180 date thing, Oof. which is pretty monster. That is ridiculous. Um, yeah. And the stuff that I'm doing myself, I'm just uh, you know popping along to different clubs, different nights of the week, yeah. not making a fuss of it. I can vouch for that. And You'll slide in and slide out. Slide Catch in. Catch them at Top Sli- Secret a bit. <laughs> I think Top Secret's a regular haul. Bosh, absolutely. Great club. And thanks to all the, you know, the, the clubs in London just, you know, mm. letting me come along and, and have a little play around. Accommodating you, Twitter, Instagram. Doing my wind-blowing jokes. Your wind-blowing jokes. And then my leaf-blowing jokes. Lawn-blowing jokes. Mode. Come on, baby. So... Um, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not announcing stuff. I'm not saying because I'm just keeping it a little bit. Yeah, easy. Um, just let's let's make sure I'm any good at it before I tell people. <laughs> <laughs> before I start announcing where I'm busking. Exactly. <laughs> I'll just turn up. Um, but yeah, you're on Twitter as yourself and as Lee Nelson. On Twitter as myself and Lee Nelson. Great. And website, um, on Facebook, and website, and blah blah blah. Well, give me give me the website. Just tell them. Tell um, these lovely people. Well, I think up and running is LeeNelson.com. Okay, leenelson.com. leenelson.com. And then, great, uh, the way we end the podcast is you say cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. You want to you have another run at it? Cheers, mate. And that's why you're a professional. Good talking <laughs> to you, Simon Brocken. <laughs>interesting chat with simon brodkin aka lee nelson aka dr bob aka jason bent a man of many characters whose first show was called everyone but himself or everyone but myself i don't know i did my research but it's slipping through at the moment that's okay i'll put a link up to his website so you can keep up with everything brodkin or lee nelson he continues to perform Uh, A sold-out tour as Lee Nelson and club spots around London as Simon Brodkin. It must be weird having two careers. I definitely am still just impressed by the imagination to have a character who's not you. Like to perform as someone who's not you because being a comedian is a real pain in the ass. Uh, Just kind of thinking about what you think about things all the time. I cannot imagine doing that pretending to be someone else that just seems like too much effort 
And the fact that he was able to do it so convincingly that some guy came at him with a knife and accused him of vandalism, that's impressive. That's some Daniel Day-Lewis method acting shit right there. But uh, super interesting conversation. I'm sure you guys will agree. Uh, Definitely as someone not from the UK coming across and just like there is a big difference between North London and South London in a lot of ways, especially between a North London Jewish doctor and your kind of South London lad having a good time, track suits, fitted caps, polo shirts, all that business. Uh, And just the way that Simon managed to do it so easily. Just kind of become that other person and find success so quickly. Uh, That blows my goddamn mind. Of course, I'm incredibly jealous of that. It just seems like he was one of those people that got into Twitter when Twitter just started. You know, those people like were on Twitter early and they've just got hundreds of thousands of followers because they were in at the right time. But I don't even know if it counts as the right time. I think character comedy kind of came up with YouTube, with the internet, but he was going around on his BMX all analog. Um, But he got on TV before he'd ever done a gig. That is something I've never heard before and something I will will bet big money that no one will ever do again. I think that is basically impossible. But he, he nailed it and then built a career, a massive career off the back of that. Uh, please go check him out performing as himself, uh, especially if you are a Lee Nelson fan because I'm sure you'll find it interesting. Uh, beyond that, thank you again for listening. It is always a goddamn pleasure chatting to you jerk-offs week in, week out. I think that was a great episode and I'm going to leave it there. Until next time, good to hear from you, good to chat to you and I will catch you next week. Cheers, guys. Catch you later.